If this is your first episode of The Upside, welcome. If you've been here before, welcome back. Today is Monday, March 27th. My name is Jeff Dollar. Today, I am grateful for the Bluey theme song. It brings me so much joy. My name is Callie Dollar, and I'm grateful for you. No, why? Because we spend so much time together. And you're telling me. We're still married. Yeah. And as far as I know, you still like me. Sometimes. So, yeah, I'm just grateful for you. I'm happy. Oh, thanks. That's so sweet. Oh. Was there anything from this weekend that's, that's making you have that special feeling? Mm. It doesn't have to be. No, I, was just I just think we're really good partners. Yeah. Don't I agree. You? Yeah, I agree with that. Yeah. Uh, the highlight of my weekend was losing the cough. So happy about that. And I am now convinced it had nothing to do with allergies. I think I just had a infection. Yeah, I think you did too. And uh, my mom had something similar and she said the same thing. But Well, she started off the week just like I did, yeah. saying, oh, this must be the allergies. And toward the end of the week, Ellie started to feel sick. And for every coughing bleh, that I had, Ellie had a runny nose. Mm-hmm. So I think she just had a different version of the same thing. Yeah. So, yeah. It you're just, on the mend. I'm glad you're on the mend. I can't tell you how happy I am, though, to continue my streak of being allergy-free. Oh, that is a good point. Because yeah. you really pride yourself on that. I do. So that was um, that was the highlight of my weekend, I think. Did you have a highlight? My highlight was, ooh, I made two really good meals. Well, not meals, things this weekend. I made on Friday night uh, this like goat cheese pasta thing. Really good. It was really, really good. But the recipe called for feta. No, I didn't. Oh, the recipe called for goat cheese? Yeah. But you swapped out feta? Oh, sorry. No. Uh, It was goat cheese. It was like a goat cheese pasta. Yes. And it was based... It was inspired by that TikTok recipe that went viral. The TikTok recipe had feta. That was a year or two ago. She changed it. Yeah. This was a recipe from a while ago that I had wanted to try, but I just hadn't tried it yet. Anyways, so that was really good. And then I made dark chocolate brownies from scratch and they were delicious. But Jeff is like going back and forth on these. I'm not going back and forth. You are. You are miss, first of all, as I explain this, I just want you to remember what you're grateful for. You. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Callie has a tendency. We've talked about at least one of these on the show. Callie has a tendency to uh, become obsessed with a certain food. These are two things that are. The first one has nothing to do with the recipe, but there are two food-related things that you do. The first, you have a tendency to become obsessed with a certain type of food, and that obsession lasts until you buy a costco size quantity of it. Right. Mm-hmm. So, I'll admit that. Yeah. So whatever it is, you'll go to the store every other day for a month to buy it. Mm-hmm. You'll eat it with every meal or drink mm-hmm. it with every meal. Then you 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 decide you know I, I can't I can't live without this. I'm going to go to Costco and buy a pallet of it 
you'll have two more and never touch them again. Yes. Yep. The other thing that you do is decide that you want to bake healthy treats mm-hmm. that call for really bizarre ingredients that you will own that are significantly more expensive than their less healthy counterparts and you only use them once. So when you said that you are making these dark chocolate brownies, I immediately said, what kind of flour? To which you could, as soon as I said it, you knew what I was getting at. Mm-hmm. And you laughed for a second and then you got mad because you were saying, well, I'm sorry for trying to make us healthier in this house. I mean, look, I came home with a full thing of, of LaCroix a couple of weeks ago and you laughed at me and you were like, oh my gosh, here you go. It's your thing. You're buying all this thing. You're never going to drink them all. Guess who drink them all? Uh, okay. I'm trying to be more mindful what kind, of what, kind what of, we have. What kind of flour went into the brownies? Almond flour. What kind of sugar went into the brownies? Coconut sugar. We had the almond flour, by the way. Okay. With that in mind, and because I see this as a challenge, I am going to use every single grain of the coconut sugar. I'm going to use everything. But Just because you have really dug your heels in about this. Well, I because it's no different than you making fun of me for wearing black t-shirts. If you saw me every day for a month... 29 of those days, I would be wearing a black shirt. One of those days would be laundry day. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So that doesn't, I'm not offended by that. You almost seemed offended that I was bringing up those other ingredients. I am offended because I feel like I, my efforts to get us to be healthier in this house are mocked and it makes me feel bad and guilty about my efforts, but I'm trying. Cause my thought was when my I bought it, I was like, Hey, Jeff really likes brownies. So yeah. I'm going to do this, but I'm going to do this in a way where we don't have to feel super guilty about eating these. So it was kind of a compromise. It's like, I want to be healthy, but I also know you like brownies. So the compromise was for me to make a brownie. I mean, it's not healthy brownie, but my without refined sugar. My theory on that is I thought that the entree that you made outstanding. We have a lot of healthy entrees in our rotation from you mm-hmm. that I like. My only statement to that is I I would rather not have brownies than have healthy brownies. If you're going to have brownies, they got to come out they're of They're not healthy though. They got to but they're They're just not right. boxed. But yeah, but they're they're an attempt to be healthy. To me, a brownie is not something that you attempt to make healthy. You just don't have it. You just, well, I thought they were delicious, and I enjoyed them all weekend. And in other fun things from this weekend, Jeff started giving me shots in the butt. Yeah, we. Um, <laughs> and he hates it. It's really hard for you, and I know how hard it is for you, and I really appreciate you doing it because well, it's, I'm not. Don't say that because. It's not my favorite thing to do, but you're doing all of, all of the work Oh, here. I know. I just meant it's scary to stab someone that oh, yeah, you yeah. love with a giant needle yeah. in the butt. Yeah. And it, it's, it's just a bigger needle than before mm-hmm. by a, a lot. lot. Mm-hmm. And so I'm so afraid of 
I don't know, can you hit a nerve or whatever and you jumping? And I don't know. It's just, I don't, I don't want to hurt I feel you. like it's against your natural instincts to do anything that might hurt me. And But that's what's weird is I know that it's actually to, it's, it's to prepare your body to accept this transfer mm-hmm. of an embryo. Mm-hmm. So it's a good thing. Yeah, it's a great thing. All involved, but I'm so afraid of hurting it. I guess it's, I don't know, but. And it's a big needle. The big it, needle really is like, it's like four times the size of the ones that we've been using. Yeah. So, and it's, yeah. And I think our, both of our, both of us had the expectation that it would hurt really bad. And when it didn't, then we start going down the road of, wait, did we do it right? But. Wait, is it working? Right. What did we miss? Did we do it wrong? And but, then. But maybe it doesn't hurt. We yeah. don't know. So, well, I guess we'll see because I have a doctor's appointment today and they're going to tell me if you're doing it right or not. Like like they might be, <laughs> they might say, yeah, have you been taking the shots? Because there's nothing in your system. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's a, that's That would be unfortunate. Yeah, that would be really unfortunate. Okay. So we have super big news to share with you. And that news is that I left CNN. I left my corporate job. And- For? For- 1022. So I will be working 1022, Jeff and my company, um, full time now. And I am equal parts terrified and excited. I feel liberated, but I'm also realizing that the money that comes in from our paychecks now is 100% dependent on you and I. Yeah. There's no parachute. There's no parachute. That is terrifying. Do I think that it's a good time right now? No, no, probably not. I mean, we're about to uh, transfer an embryo. So no, not like the opportune time, but here's the deal. So we told you, I think in January that my job was a lot of like helping Bob, Jen and Robin wind down because they were laid off back in December. Yeah. I was not part of the layoffs, so I was... Can I make a point of clarification yes. on behalf of the listeners? Yes. So um, if you did not know what Callie did for the past seven years, she was an executive talent assistant for Robin Mead, Bob Van Dillen, and Jen Westhoven. The three of them are the hosts of Morning Express on HLN. The majority of the stuff that you had to do was with Robin, who you were friends with Mm -hmm. and who recommended you for the job. Yes. Seven years ago. So the majority, so, so a lot of times when over the years, when we've been talking about that job, you've only been referring to Robin, Mm -hmm. but your role was, was to help out any and all of three of them. During live TV. Yeah. Yeah. During the live HLN morning show in December there were layoffs. That morning show went away. Callie was the only person, one of the only people on the team that the company retained. And they basically said, you just do what you need to do to help Robin, Jen, and Bob wind down what they got to do. We'll get back to you. Yes. You're definitely not laid off, but we don't have anything to tell you yet. Yeah. So that's kind of where we were. And you know, it was 
there have been a lot of tears. There's been a lot of stress because look, the end game for, for Jeff and I, and I'm sure you can guess this is to work was to work for 1022 full time. That was the goal. Robin knew it. I mean, it was no secret that that's what I really wanted to do. Robin's totally supportive of that. And, you know, it's something that she's no, I mean, she knows all about the work that I've been doing for the past couple of years. I don't know that there is ever a good time to decide to bet on yourself and take a leap of faith like that. But it was kind of, it's like, if not now, when? You know what I mean? I mean, right. if I could pick on a calendar, if I was looking at like our IVF journey and stuff like that. Sorry, it, can I can I speak up? Yeah, on of behalf course. Because I know half the listeners are going to be mad at me for interrupting. Yeah. But we kind of skipped over what happened at the end. Oh, because, go ahead. Well, you, they said, we'll let you know. And now you're talking about quitting. Do you want to fill in the... So they... The job that they offered me was an outstanding opportunity. Would have been amazing for my resume. Um, Everyone in my life, more or less, wanted me to take the job. And I just felt like... Well, that's that's technically not right. You didn't. Correct. Yes. But everyone, like I... And I didn't even tell a ton of my friends. I was my parents and... Um, a couple of my best friends and then obviously Jeff and pretty much everybody was like, oh yeah, you totally have to do this. Like do this for a year, get through, you know, your fertility stuff and then go on to do 1022 stuff. And I just felt like it wasn't right. My gut said, this is not the next step for you, even though it was like really shiny, like a shiny object. Right something just was like, it. it's just, no, that's not the way that you should go. And so I started talking to Jeff about it. I'm like, what would this mean if I left? Like, can I even leave now? And we talked it through. And I, at one point you said to me, I think if you do this and you get yourself in a position again, where you're working two jobs, because I would still be working in our company, 1022, I think that you are going to be miserable. I think the past year of my life working two jobs was way more taxing than I gave it credit Yeah. than I, you know, assigned blame to it. Like I, I didn't, I was like, oh no, I'm totally fine. Okay. I was not fine. Right. I was a shell of myself. Right. I was, you know, at one point you said to me, I feel like I'm losing you. Right. Just to like losing the wife that I love and who's awake and excited about life. And, you know, cause it was really, really wearing me thin. And so, yeah, to me, is this an ideal time to go out in our own business? No, it's not. Um, but it is the time because that's kind of what the universe has led me to do, which sounds silly, but if not, if we're not going to do this now, there's always going to be something in the way of me feeling comfortable about this. And I don't know if there's ever a t- comfortable time to be uncomfortable. No, that's a great sentence. You know what I mean? No, there's not. And I think because I love an analogy, I think that this is the equivalent. If you are a person who loves Disney World, 
and you love the rides and you love the experience and you love everything about Disney World and you have one week a year budgeted and allotted for your trip to Disney World, right? And somebody comes along and offers you during that same exact week an opportunity to go to a beach in the most beautiful home you've ever stayed in, Mm -hmm. uh, another amusement park with VIP passes, New York City to see all the shows on Broadway. You pick it. Mm -hmm. You could go and have that great experience which on paper, everybody would say, oh my gosh, that's great. But in the back of your mind, you're every single day, you're going to wake up and think, man, what would Disney World be like today? Yeah. And I think 1022 is your Disney World. It is. And that other job they offered you was the most beautiful home you've ever stayed in. Yeah. You would enjoy, you would appreciate it. Yes. You would have an adequate time there, mm-hmm. but every, every, frequently you would think, man, what what would have happened if I went to Disney World? Well, and the reason that I was holding myself back from diving into 1022 was fear, solely fear. And that's not a good reason to not do something. It's not, you know, and, and we've been through this with you, Jeff. I mean, you left a really cushy job to start your own show. And that was a really big leap of faith. And... Sometimes you just have to. Yeah. Sometimes you have to bet on yourself and that time is now. So I told them that I would not be taking the job, that I would be leaving the company. And that's exactly what I've chosen to do. So the reason that there were tears and all of that is because my boss really wanted me to take this job. My family really wanted me to. I mean, it was it was really hard and I'm a people pleaser and I'm scared. <laughs> I'm scared about relying on myself for a paycheck. So yeah, there, there's been a lot of tears, but. But now that the decision's been made, I have noticed a difference in you. Yeah. I mean, like a switch, you were, you said, okay, this is the new job. Yeah. Let's figure it out. Let's do it. I don't do well with unknowns. Yeah. But I do really well once I know. So once we figured out the unknown was really hard for me. And then once we made the decision to go all in on this together, it was, I was like, all right, game on. And we have been busting it in the best way. We have been working so hard and our life has changed. It's been a couple of weeks since my last day there. So we've tried to get into a little bit of a flow. And I loved that you said to me last week, you were like, okay, I already feel like this has changed everything. It has because so I so much of progress in any the majority of progress in any aspect is mental. So I feel like once once your show went away, right? We knew that the the early mornings were gone for you forever. Mm -hmm. That felt like a tremendous burden. But then there was the anticipation of what job are they going to offer you? Mm -hmm. Then there was the, uh, what's it? The analytical period, the in-between period where, where you were kind of vetting that job and deciding whether or not you were going to take it. Mm -hmm. And then you decided no. So that lifted a little bit of weight. And then when you formally told them and, and 
signed all the, you know, crossed all the T's and dotted all the I's, then, it, then now it's free. Now we're free. Yeah. To do whatever. Yeah. We are free to fail. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, I'm, ter- I, I do feel tremendously relieved. I feel my level of fear is out of control. Uh, so thank you for listening to this show and for continuing to listen to the show because we need you. We're going to have to dive further into this later this week, but you and I have a tendency of cramming hugely significant life milestones into tiny periods of time. In the month of March, you will have turned down a terrific job opportunity, mm-hmm. quit, mm-hmm. come full-time to your own company, mm-hmm. and you're going to have an embryo tr- transfer. Yeah. All the, your first one related to IVF. Let's just jam it all into Let's a month. Just, Why spread it out? I mean, yeah, we tend to do this. It's like, oh, life is fine and it's always the same. And then, like you said, we just jam everything into one thing. I am trying to be very like Zen though. Like I've been meditating. I've been working out for the sake of the embryo. Cause what I don't want to do is dive headfirst into something new, which is 1022. I mean, it's new, but it's not new. I've been, you know, yeah. working for our company for two years, but, uh, and stress myself out right. and get myself into the same anxious, stressed cycle that I think probably was not the best for us trying to have another baby. Cause from what I understand, your body can very easily go into like fight or flight mode right. and be like, we're not doing this right now. Yeah. So I am trying my best to not freak out and let the unknown take control. I'm trying to be very zen. Do your financial goals feel out of reach? They absolutely don't have to be. With Chime's Secured Credit Builder Visa Credit Card, you can start building credit with your own money through on-time payments and small everyday purchases like groceries, streaming, and gas. And you can start today. Members see an increase of 30 points to their credit scores on average. Chime will report your payments to the major credit bureaus to help you build your credit over time. All this with no annual fees, large security deposits, or credit checks to apply. You can start making your financial dreams a reality with Chime. Signing up only takes two minutes and it does not affect your credit score. Get started at Chime.com slash upside. That's Chime.com slash upside. The Chime Credit Builder Visa credit card is issued by Stride Bank NA pursuant to a license from Visa USA. Chime checking account and $200 qualifying direct deposit required to apply for the secured Chime Credit Builder Visa credit card. Based on a study conducted by Experian, credit builder members observed an average 30-point FICO score increase after eight months with regular on-time payments. Your results may vary. See Chime.com for details. Out-of-network ATM withdrawal fees may apply except at MoneyPass ATMs in a 7-Eleven or at any AllPoint or Visa Plus Alliance ATM. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. 
Okay, you know I love playing games on my phone for a little brain break, but sometimes it's nice to also do something that's gonna keep your brain sharp. So I've got a new one for you, okay? It's called Word Collect and it's super fun. So when you first start, it'll give you like, you know, like three letters at the bottom and then it'll tell you how many words you have to make out of those three letters. It's a fun and addicting way to keep your mind sharp and grow your vocabulary. And it has over 2000 levels. So you are never going to get bored playing. And it starts easy, but it gets harder as you get better and the levels get harder. You can challenge yourself with this fun and addicting brain game. Right now, Word Collect is offering you 2,500 coins and 500 gems when you download and play. Stop mindlessly scrolling through social media and keep your mind sharp. This game is so fun. Just go to the Apple or Google store and search for Word Collect. If you're like me and you want to get fit in the new year with your mind and your body, download Word Collect for free today. We had a visit from T-Bird last week. Well, Ellie had a visit from T-Bird last week. We happened to be in the house. While they were hanging out. She said, she's like, hey, I'm in town. Can I come see you guys? And then when she got here, she was like, okay, I love you guys. And I really am happy to see you. But honestly, I'm here for Ellie. And we're like, yeah, old news. It's why my parents come hang out with us too. T-Bird and I were having a conversation during that visit about the mantra, everything is always working out for me because we both use it. It's on my bathroom mirror. Mine too. She says that she says it every morning. Everything is always working out for me. And I think we identified a flaw in that statement. Because everything is always working out for me simply allows for survivability. Everything is always working out for me means your electricity is never going to get cut off because your paycheck will arrive two days mm-hmm. before your le- power bill is due, right? Mm-hmm. I am going to refine that statement to everything is always exceeding my expectations or everything is always exceeding my wildest dreams. Why not? Yeah, why not? If it's vibration and manifestation and all of that stuff... If it doesn't work, it doesn't make a difference what you're saying. Right. If it does work, especially at during months like this, where we're starting new jobs and transferring embryos and all that stuff, if it does work, why not put the vibration out there at the 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 vibrationist vibration? Mm-hmm. You know, the most vibey vibe. The most vibey vibe. Why just be like, yeah, I don't want my power to get cut off. Let's let's go for a Mega Millions winner. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I'm totally into that. So I'm going to change it to everything is exce- everything is always exceeding my wildest dreams. Here are your three random things for today. Your first random thing is a new survey reveals that half of pet owners would get a tattoo of their pet. Yeah, that I don't yeah. Would you? No. I would. <laughs> I mean, no offense, Lily, no offense, Sadie, but uh, no, because if I was, if I was to get a tattoo of Sadie, I would have to get, I would also have to get Ellie, mm-hmm. you, mm-hmm. and my parents, mm-hmm. you know? Because mm-hmm. how weird is that to go home and be like. Yeah, I just have a, a I just have a tattoo of Sadie. Yeah. You know? 
But honestly, it would be weirder then, if you got one just of Lily because Sadie is like the OG. I know, but what I'm saying is kid, that, that, that'll put your kid into therapy. I know, right? Um, anyway, so the breakdown is 25% would consider getting a tattoo of their pet. 25% of people already working on it and 16% already do. So there you go. Warner, your second random thing, Warner Boyne is a snob-free sommelier. And is that a name? Warner Boyne. Warner Boyne? Yeah. Okay. That's her name. Okay. Um, and she says, if you have leftover wine, do not put the cork back in the bottle. Instead, pour the leftover wine into a small mason jar or other airtight container and put it in the fridge, even if it's red wine. And then if you're going to drink it, take it out of the fridge an hour or so before you drink it so it can warm up to uh, room temperature. But the uh, replacing the cork might not be a airtight seal, and it's the air that affects the flavor of opened wine. Interesting. That's really good advice. Also, if you don't have mason jars in your house, go get some at Target because we use ours. I can't even remember why I originally bought them, but we use them all the time, um, randomly. There is an oddly significant, or at least there was a couple of years ago, an oddly significant price difference between mason jars at Walmart and mason jars at Target. That's very weird. Well, I remember looking up mason jars at Target and thinking, this seems really expensive. Yeah. And so I just went looking elsewhere, and usually my first go-to is Amazon, and then my second one is Walmart, and Walmart was way cheaper than both of the hmm. ones above. Interesting. Not sure if that's still the case, but worth checking out. And your third random thing is Americans are expected to spend $24 billion, with a B, dollars on Easter. So what does that include? That includes candy. $3.3 billion of candy, $3.8 billion of gifts, and $7.3 billion on food, meaning like that ham that you're going to be grabbing. Yep. And 81% um, of people are spending $192 each, which sounds insane to me. But I guess if you're the one hosting the lunch and you're like feeding 15 people. Yeah. That just sounds like a crazy amount of money. Well, and with egg prices. I think I think maybe this year we teach Ellie that we hide pretzels. I think we Easter should do morning. what I've wanted to do all along, which is hiding the plastic eggs. Those are fine as long as we're also decorating and hiding real eggs. I was just trying to save you a buck. Mm -hmm. And those are your three random things. Thank you for listening to The Upside. Update packet. With Callie and Jeff. Most people learn about The Upside from their friends. Please tell everyone you know about this podcast so the amazing Upside community can continue to grow. I have fallen behind on the voicemails, so I will get caught up right after we finish recording this episode. I'm excited to hear if we get any messages about you never having a wet cough. Because I got... The Facebook group thinks it's weird. Everybody in my like the DMs or whatever it's called on Instagram thinks it's weird. Yeah. But what was really interesting was the number of people, including T-Bird, who think you're weird for never having a wet cough, but they have never once blown their nose. 
That to me, T-Bird said that and I I almost didn't believe her because I think that is the weirdest thing I've ever heard in my entire she, life. I, did she's she, never blown her nose. Did she say the sentence, she's not sure she know how to do it? She just thinks it's gross and I guess she doesn't have to. Yeah. So she hasn't. And here's what I asked her. My follow-up question was, do your daughters know how to blow their nose? Because if you're not the one teaching them, do they just think that people don't blow their noses normally? Or Valid point. You know? Callie is so weird. I'm 100% team Jeff. Listening to Friday's show, I think it's the 24th. Oh my God, you guys spent about 10 minutes too long on that cough thing. Really, seriously. Oh, Jeff, I think the new drinking game should be every time you say cough, you take a drink. All of your listeners would be plastered and passed out on the floor. Bless your little man allergy. Love you guys. Hi, Callie and Jeff. I was just listening to a special edition of No News about why Americans are so depressed and the effect of the screen time and apps and all that have on children, little children, even adults. But one thing they talked about well, gratitude journals and how it is so helpful for everyone to do. I'm thinking I'm going to start one with my grandson. Um, he's one, but we can do it together. Y'all guys were on to something a long time ago, and y'all were right. Y'all have been validated, vindicated, any kind of catered you want. Go Callie and Jeff. Okay, Callie, I'm not going to say you're weird, but I will just say that I agree with Jeff. You've never done what? You've never had a wet cough. There is no way, no, no way. I don't believe that for a second. You've never coughed up anything. There is no way. Most people don't even have just a dry cough. Usually there is something in there. I don't know, in my opinion. Anyway, but be glad you don't sit next to who I do at work. And this gentleman goes into the bathroom and we hear all of those wet coughs. Ew. And also Play-Doh smells and tastes salty. <laughs> I'm like dying. I'm like, I'm thinking to myself, yeah, Jeff's like, who am I married to? And I'm thinking, who am I listening to? Anyway, kind of funny today. It was a great show. Bye. Hi, this is Melissa. And I'm calling in reference to the coughing conversation on Friday. As you can tell, I'm currently congested from mowing the yard out with the pollen and everything today. And so I am totally team Jeff on this. Unless Callie has never in her life been congested, never had any mucus, never had any sinus drainage, there is no way you can never have coughed and not had mucus. I don't understand how that's even possible unless you had a sinusectomy and you have no sinuses and you never get congested. It's Honestly, it's impossible. I don't know why Callie is being so rude to you about it because you're just being normal. My two cents anyway. Have a good day. Hey, Jeff and Callie. This is Beth from Kansas City. Just wanted to comment on you talking about that. Are we dating the same guy on Facebook? Yes. They are popping up on Facebook groups um, all over the United States. We've got one here in Kansas City. There's one for Springfield, Branson, Columbia, now even Topeka, Kansas. So 
they're everywhere. I think it's great for somebody that is dating online. Um, it's a good way to screen um, the men that you're allowing into your life or even just chatting with. There are some real crazy blackout guys out there. So there's also another one called Blast Him Sith. So for all you gals out there that are looking for your man, um, check it out. Have a good day. Bye. Every morning, you have two choices. Stay asleep with your dreams or wake up and go get them.